today on Broadway for Friday, December 21st, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Timonini. James, how's your voice? (laughs) I'm doing a lot better today. And I'm Broadway star's James Marino. Good. I'm glad. Um, But even if you had been doing just as badly as you were yesterday... I think I have something that could brighten up your spirits. Uh, Before we get into the rest of the news, I did want to let everybody know that yesterday, Broadway HD announced that the London Palladium production of The King and I, starring Kelly O'Hara, Ken Watanabe, Ruthie Ann Miles, and more, is now streaming online. So you can watch that uh, on Broadway HD throughout the holiday season. Or if you just need some vocal rest and need to listen to either somebody sing glorious notes or mumble semi-English words uh, to Rogers and Hammerstein song. You can mm-hmm. you can do that. So you're so, saying Kelly O'Hara is in this, right? Yes, which is why I thought it might brighten your spirits if you so needed them to be brightened. <laughs> um, some other things that might brighten your spirits. Uh, earlier yesterday uh, on on Thursday, we had a new episode of Spotlight with Jenna Fox coming out. She interviewed the. Uh, one of the co-stars of The Resistible Rise of Arturo Ui from Classic Stage Company, Elizabeth A. Davis. She's also going to have another episode next week with one of the most buzzed about performers uh, and writers off Broadway with Heidi Shrek. Um, Heidi Sheck, I'm sorry. Uh, completely different person from Heidi Shrek. <laughs> That that one's an ogre. Yeah. Um, Heidi Sheck <laughs> from What the Constitution Means to Me. So that episode will be in your feeds next week. We're going to have something every day next week, even during the holidays. Um, we don't know exactly the order. That's going to depend on a lot um, of, of what news might be there. James and I will definitely be with you on Monday. And then for the rest of the week, we'll have different episodes and interviews and conversations um, that will move around whatever type of news type things that we have to fit in, just depending on the schedule. So even if you you don't we don't see a ton of news come out during the holidays we will still be there with you to give you something to listen to while you're going over the river and through the woods and wherever else you might be going uh here's a, a little uh, public service announcement if you, in fact you do get some sort of new device uh for uh your holiday gift uh receiving uh <laughs> days uh, remember to resubscribe to us. Don't lose us. <laughs> so uh, that's a that very often happens. You do a lot of uh, subscription cleanup when you move to a new device. Please remember to resubscribe to us. Yeah, we would hate to. We would hate to lose you. It would. It would hurt our our very fragile hearts. And if you resubscribed, it might make my heart grow three sizes that day. Excellent. Good reference there, Grinch. <laughs> I'm the little dog with the antlers. Max. <laughs> Max. Max. Yes, Max. All right. Uh, first up in the news, a new London play reportedly to make a Broadway transfer. Yes, James. This is according to Michael Riedel in the New York Post last night. Apparently, Florian Zeller will have yet another family drama coming stateside. Uh, as the height of the storm reportedly transferred from the West End, where it played Wyndham's, uh, Wyndham's Theater this past October. Directed by Jonathan Kent, the show stars two-time Tony winner Jonathan Price and three-time Tony nominee and Emmy winner Dame Eileen Atkins. According to Riedel, the show will play Manhattan Theater Club's Samuel J. Friedman Theater in the fall of 2019. Now, we've talked about the show before, and I feel like you can guess all of the surprises just by this four or five-sentence description, but in the 
the show, Andre and Madeline have been in love for over 50 years. This weekend, as their daughters visit, something feels unusual. A bunch of flowers arrives, but who sent them? A woman from the past turns up, but who is she? And here's the crux. And why does Andre feel like he isn't there at all? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I think I have a pretty good idea, James. Uh, but you'll remember just last week we spoke about the playwright Florian Zeller's play The Mother, which will star Isabel Huppert and Chris Noth. Uh, that'll be coming to the Atlantic Theater Company in February. He had The Father um, starring, um, oh, got Dracula, um, uh, like stately. Why can't I think of who who starred in The Father? This is not a reference Frank to Langella? the fact that no. Frank Langella, that was not a really bad pun because the show is about <laughs> Alzheimer's. I swear I could not come up with Frank Langella's name. Um, so Florian Zeller is everywhere uh, right now, and you're going to get your fair share of French family dramas in New York City next year between The Mother and The Height of the Storm. I see dead people. Stop it. <laughs> so I've seen, uh, yeah. Why, yeah, that's a good, that's why a good, didn't The Sixth good. Sense ever become a play? Uh, it would have been, that would have been really, really good. I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan. I know there are a lot of people who detract from a lot of his stuff, but I think he's fantastic. And I can't wait for Glass to come out in February. Excellent. All right. Yeah, there you go. Um, what do we have in Broadway casting updates? Well, we got, uh, you know, it was Thursday before the holidays. I feel like we got a lot of news yesterday, a news dump, as they say. Um, and uh, we, we got some interesting stuff here, James, because yesterday, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child announced replacements for a large swath of the cast, hmm. mostly of the British cast, yeah, including thinking. the principals. Yeah, a lot of the, the equity agreements um, are, are ending here in the spring. But joining the production beginning on March 20th will be Broadway favorite James Snyder as Harry Potter, Diane Davis as Jenny Potter, Nicholas Podany as Albus Potter, Matt Mueller, Jesse's older brother, and Abby's twin as Ron Weasley. What? Jenny, yes. Abby's got a twin? Yes. How did I I, miss that? uh, Matt is apparently the oldest of the four children. Abby is his twin. She was apparently a surprise to the Mueller, uh, to the Mueller clan. Then you've got, um, Jesse, and then you've got another brother whose name I can't remember who's the youngest, but anyway, Jenny Jules will play Hermione Granger. Nadia Brown will play Rose. John O. Roberts will play Draco Malfoy and Bubba Weiler. It's a great name. will play Scorpius Malfoy. What's interesting, James, is that buried in the list of ensemble members, Steven, Steven Spinella. Yeah. Two time Tony winner is in there. Now, um, he, yeah, if you think about it, there was um, Byron Jennings is is probably someone of an equal, not he's not a two time Tony winner, but he's a fairly well known actor, and he was in the ensemble of the show as well. So I have a feeling that Steven Spinella might be taken over for Byron Jennings. So that would make a lot of sense. Um, we will have the complete cast list, including the new and remaining ensemble, ensemble members in the show notes. The original cast will play its final performance on March 17th of this spring. But that's a pretty interesting group of folks, James, to be bringing into this show that honestly didn't need a single name in it. But you know, James Snyder, known for musicals, but somebody who's a, a Broadway favorite. You got another Mueller, uh, a, a Mueller family member, and Stephen Spinella. That's that's pretty good. Can they put out the Mueller report? No. I know I keep screwing up Mueller and Mueller. Mueller I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Moving on. One one other thing in this section here, James. Last night, the waitress Twitter account sent out a message that said, quote, our next doc is coming to the block. Emphasis line. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Stay tuned. Now, knowing how the show's social media team likes to play games, I immediately had two guesses as to what that might mean. Either former Broadway Fierro and new kid on the block, Joey McIntyre, was going to take over the role as Dr. Pometer, or we were going to have our first female Dr. Pometer, and Jenny from the block, Jennifer Lopez, was oh. going to take the role. No? Or Stephanie too- J was going to leave yeah, share. Stephanie J, but, yeah. Yeah, that but, did, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen, but I mean... No. Yeah, so I went ahead last night and tweeted that I thought that meant Joey McIntyre. Our friend David Levy uh, replied with a much funnier answer, and he said that he thought that this meant that perhaps we could have our first all Lego Dr. Pometer. That didn't happen, which is hilarious (laughs) and hysterical. Um, But this morning, my suspicion was confirmed as former boy bander, former boy bander Joey McIntyre will be taking over the role of Dr. Pometer opposite and as of now unannounced Jenna on February 5th, following the runs of Sarah Bareilles and Tony winner Gavin Creel, McIntyre is scheduled to play the role through April 7th. Now, James, uh, of course, I'm always happy to get something right. I'm very happy that I got my NKOTB prediction right. But if he's going to start in February and run through April, I guess that means that my other prediction, um, unless something dramatically happens, my prediction about the show closing ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's interesting. See, I guessed uh, Joey Fantone. So. That was in sync. Yeah. In different, different boy band, different generation of boy bands. There, I'm a little offended, to be honest with you. <laughs> Didn't he Former go to school Mark and... down, now down, down right by you? Oh, but yeah, you yeah, he's live... from Kissimmee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's from Kissimmee. There's a a lot of the Orlando or a lot of the the in sync folks are from Orlando. Um, that's where the uh, the guy who is now in jail or something and. Uh, organized all of them. Lou Pearlman. Is he dead? I yeah. can't remember. He's dead, but he was in jail. Um, he's a con artist who organized all of those boy bands, O-Town, stuff like that. But yeah. You lots know of, the six lots degrees of, of separation there? Between who? So Joey Fatone. Mm-hmm. Went, former Mark and Rent. Went to high school with? I, I don't know. Susan Vargo. Oh, I didn't know that. For the, Fargo, the producer the of SpongeBob. Executive producer of SpongeBob. And uh, you interviewed Susan. <laughs> and you're old friends with Susan. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Nice. So, yeah. All right. What do we have in other show and casting news? Okay. Just a few other things here, James. But first, I, it's this is really embarrassing, <laughs> and it's really a disservice to the theatrical profession because those know nothing producers over at the play that goes wrong. Some nobodies with no credentials in entertainment, Kevin McCollum and JJ Abrams, they just can't get their damn act together because not only did they originally announced that the play that goes wrong would be closing on Broadway in August. Then they changed their mind because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to make money. They pushed the closing back to January. And then yesterday we learned that while they are still going to close at the Lyceum theater, in January, they've decided they're not leaving New York after all, because after they close at the Lyceum on January 6th, the play that goes wrong will open again less than five weeks later off Broadway at New World Stages. Will they, typical, will they do the play that goes wrong with puppets then? <laughs> it, it's not replacing Kevin Avenue McCollum. Q. 
right. The producer yeah. of of Avenue Q who took the show from off Broadway to Broadway back to off Broadway. That's closing in April at New World Stages. Um, so there will definitely be two Kevin McCollum shows there at the same time. But what was great about this, James, is in typical fashion for this show, even their press release was funny. Let me read you some of the quotes. Kevin McCollum said, um, it's wonderful when a wrong capitalized move feels so right. New World Stages is a great fit for the hit that won't quit. Good, good rhyming there. Uh, another producer, Kenny Wax, said, after almost two years on Broadway, we think that we are finally ready for off-Broadway. Um, and <laughs> finally, <laughs> yeah, finally, uh, Mischief Theater is who's behind all of the Goes Wrong shows. The, the co-founder and co-writer, Jonathan Sayer, said, quote, I, I didn't know this was happening. Does this mean that we've closed the Lyceum? This kind of info really should be passed on. Um, so they, they're great. I love. I mean, they're marketed. Everything. It's just brilliant. And and James, I'm honestly really happy about this because I haven't seen this on. Uh, I haven't seen it on Broadway. The tour isn't coming to Orlando. And I was talking with my coworker Alan Henry the other day, and he was scolding me for not having seen it. He said it's like the only play he's ever gone to more than once. Um, so I'm excited that I'm going to get a chance to see it off Broadway. I'm just hoping that they have like the odd Thursday or Friday matinee so I can get an extra show into my trip. 11 a.m. Thursday. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. Desperate, desperate measures at a Thursday one. Um, I saw uh, James and the Giant Peach at Atlantic at like 1030 in the morning. I'm all for all those crazy times. Bring it on. Um, but so anyway, I think this is awesome. What, what do you feel about this one here, James? I think it's a great move. That's really great. And I'm, you know, especially happy that Alan Henry has ventured outside the Cats uh, universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's big. He's big on Head Over Heels uh, and and The Prom. Those are his, two of his favorites currently running right now. But um, I, I will tell you, James, I have heard uh, I have heard rumors that there might be another mischief theater show circling for Broadway with Kevin McCollum uh, attached to bring it in. I know very little bit, uh, more beyond that. Um, but they have a number of other shows running in London. They have a, the the bank rob or the, the one about the bank robbery or something. Um, bank robbery goes wrong or something um, that could come. They had we talked about the fact that um, or did we talk about it? B- uh, Broadway HD has a Christmas Carol goes wrong now streaming that aired on the BBC last year um, with Diana Rigg and um, somebody else. So there's a lot going on with the, these mischief theater folks. And I would love to see more of it in New York, but moving on um, next up last night, Baz Bombaboy from the London daily mail reported that Disney's frozen will begin performances in the West end at the theater Royal Drury lane in 2020. No other information on casting or the timetable was available, but apparently frozen has found its theater. And now, finally, um, uh, following we talked about this at the time, but following the death of legendary Chicago theater director Chris Anderson, Chicago Shakespeare Theater has announced that they will be postponing the world premiere adaptation of Disney's Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Henderson was the creative and inventive force behind the production, but she passed away earlier this year. The company said that they still intend to produce the the musical, but they do need to go back to workshops again because they're going to have to start from scratch with a new director uh, before the show has its onstage premiere. In its place... As you're going to see, everything in here comes back uh, full circle. The company will produce the American premiere of Six, the musical, currently playing in London. The uh, concert-style show is about Henry VIII's wives, and it's subtitled Divorced, Beheaded, Live in Concert. The aforementioned Kevin McCollum is co-producing that, which means that it will likely move to New York either on Broadway or at New World Stages at some point in the future, James. Hmm. Um. 
And uh, let me just throw in right here that I saw a uh, press release reminder sort of thing cross my email today that Head Over Heels has two weeks left. So if you haven't seen it, get to Head Over Heels uh, and see Alan Henry. He's uh, running the concession stand and sitting (laughs) on the house left. He will will definitely be there on closing night. I think last night he he went on Wednesday night. And uh, I think that's his last time of going before closing performance. So light a candle for him or something. Yeah. Hey, we got to bring on Alan Henry. Let's talk with him. Oh, really? Do we have to? No, we don't have to, but it'd be fun. Okay. Maybe next week. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll get him on one of our, uh, our, our year-end-ish episodes next week. Oh, uh, totally uh, off theatrical topic, but did you see that there is this, uh, this guy out of Florida doing a GoFundMe to fund the, uh, the wall? Stop. He is. Yes, and he- they are. Yeah, they're, they're one one-hundredth of one percent away. Well, the reason that I bring it up is that perhaps, uh, you know, Robbie could offer some uh, consulting services to uh, show people how to do a GoFundMe <laughs> successfully. You know, if anybody could fund if anybody could fund anything, it's Robbie Rizal. So that, that is true. But I don't know that he would be of the mindset to help this guy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, always Florida, man. It's always Florida. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, you know, I used to produce um, CDs and um, and that back in the back in the late 90s. And I still have enough CDs to make a wall. So, uh, <laughs> you know, well, or or you could just put them in the microwave and get like the cool art. That oh, we yeah. Had in the early the arc, arts, they're arcing that? the love the, the, the you know, better than doesn't First. blend, you know, the, yeah. the, the microwave. Well, that's what we used to. That's what we used to do with uh, the AOL free uh, trial yeah, CDs back true. in the day. Anyway, we are so far off topic. Too. We are far uh, off. All right. Thanks for listening to our ramblings. Uh, this is uh, thanks for listening to today on Broadway. I'm so confused. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWDMV Matt. We will talk to you on Monday, of course. But if, if you don't listen for some reason, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. Uh, On Sunday, we have This Week on Broadway with Michael Portantier and Peter Felicia. And on Monday, Matt and I will be back in your ears to tell you something about what's coming up this week. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know what, but we'll tell you something. (laughs) 